Psalm 27. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When evildoers assail me to eat up my flesh, my adversaries and foes, it is they who stumble and fall. Though an army encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war arise against me, yet I will be confident. One thing I've asked of the Lord that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord, to inquire in his temple, for he will hide me in his shelter in the day of trouble. He will conceal me under the cover of his tent. He will lift me high upon a rock. And now my head shall be lifted up above my enemies all around me. And I will offer in his tent sacrifices with joys and shouts. I will sing and make melody to the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry aloud. Be gracious to me and answer me. You have said, seek my face. My heart says to you, your face, Lord, do I seek. Hide not your face from me. Turn not your servant away in anger. O you who have been my help, cast me not off. Forsake me not, O God of my salvation. For my father and my mother have forsaken me. But the Lord will take me in. Teach me your way, O Lord. Lead me on a level path because of my enemies. Give me not up to the will of my adversaries. For false witnesses have risen against me and they breathe out violence. I believe that I shall look upon the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. Our text for midweek three is the lesson that I just finished reading for you and serves as the basis of our theme for midweek three, the source of good fruit. I have a confession tonight. I must confess that I have an addiction that appears as yet incurable, and I just need to get it off my chest right here, right now. I am a phosophile. That comes from the Greek word phos, which means light, and phileo, which means brotherly love. That's right. I have an addiction to the love of light that I just can't shake. Oh, Okay, fine, maybe I just made this condition up. But you will see that my made-up addiction does have real-life implications that frustrate Marcy to no end being my dutiful wife for the last 31 years. First, it manifests itself in flashlights. Not just any old flashlights, but lights that are of the highest quality. I have to have an emergency flashlight in every room of the house in case the lights inexplicably go out at night. And I have no way to identify who or what may be around me at that moment. And not just any light will do. It must be a mag light or something of that quality. It must have a minimum of 100 to 300 lumens before I will consider it enough light. Oh, it doesn't stop there. I must have the proper light on my bicycle. Only there do I require a minimum of 200 to 300 lumens. 
And if that wasn't enough, I will not go out the door on any given day without a light in my person that meets that exact requirement. My poor wife has had to go with me to multiple stores and hardware stores many a day to find exactly what I was looking for to be satisfied my lighting needs will be met. I noticed that this need has coincided with my loss of vision of late, but even when I was a young man, I valued good, powerful flashlights. The bigger, the better. So when Psalm 27 talks about the Lord is my light and my salvation, well, I immediately start considering light and my passion for sources of light. As we look at this today, no doubt light might mean a lot to the people of God in the Old Testament. In just a brief study of the word for light in Hebrew, I saw it used in reference to the sun, refreshing of the eyes and being able to see, lighting things up, the stars and moon being the source and reflection of light, and lamps and fire as a source of light. That all makes perfect sense in a world without electricity. Remember how dark it was in your neighborhood when the hurricanes knocked the power out? Well, You get the point. But now take away your flashlights, Coleman lanterns, backup generators, and replace it all with coal, wood-fired cooking grates, candles, and kerosene lanterns. Well, now you really get the point. Well, your lighting needs are there, but nothing like we would normally have. For God's people in the Old and New Testament, this was their normal. So when God says Yahweh is light and Yeshua, now that is an interesting topic to people who had little light to begin with. They may have even responded. This not only helps me see better in the dark, but this saves me from the dark. Oh, the dark is indeed a friend to those who would seek to harm us. Criminals use it to pounce on us, catching us unaware and little prepared to handle their attack. Apex predators in the woods use the dark to conceal their bulk and surprise their quicker prey with a quick death. Satan uses the darkness, the ignorance, and the occlusion of the world to screen us from seeing God's true light and salvation. It was attempted in our church during the Reformation when the devil convinced the leaders of the church that holding the word of God from the masses was good for them. Then they could control them, extort money from them, use the money to build palaces and temples to their own glory. Luther saw the people of God living in a dark world that could be enlightened by reading God's word in their own language so they could see the gospel clearly rather than follow the false teachings of the church that kept them in spiritual terror. Today, many churches are again occluding or just plain ignoring the word of God. Countless examples of churches, even here in Florida, preaching philosophies and cultural ideals that directly contradict the truth of God's word. They say we can listen to unrepentant sinners and learn from them? They're bringing overtly sexual culture into the sanctuaries and calling it kid-friendly? They're putting people in the pulpit forbidden by God and calling them pastors? In a word, 
They are snuffing out the light revealed in the word of God to make you believe their words instead. It is a dark world when the light of the word of God is ignored because the real point of the word of God lighting our way is that it shows us that the earth shines with the light of his glory. And the light of his glory is made clear to us in the blessing we close with in every worship service, known as the Aaronic benediction or priest blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. This blessing, taken directly from the pages of the Bible in Numbers 6, 24 to 26. The second line reads, The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. God shining his face upon his people is the opposite of him hiding his face from them as he claimed he would do in Deuteronomy 31 in response to their sin. So this element of the benediction asks for God's presence while hinting at a desire to prevent them from sinning. The call for God to be gracious in the original language refers to a request to bestow favor, to show mercy, and to have pity. Thus, the second element in this line again entreats God for mercy amidst their sin. This season of Lent, we celebrate the fruit of repentance. And we see that the source of this good fruit is God, who is our light and our salvation. So the light reveals through the word of God that God shines on his people with mercy and grace that can only be won through the death and resurrection of Jesus, who said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Apart from him, we can never change the way we think and act and be who he created us to be. He is truly the source of every good thing we will ever need, but undeniably the source of good fruit that leads to repentance and eternal life with him. Amen. Now may that peace which surpasses all understanding Guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus always. Amen.